Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the three-game NFL main slate on Thursday. I know it's a few days early, but I want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving in advance. Hope you guys all have a great day. Um, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you do play NBA DFS, make sure to check out my channel. I upload videos and do live streams daily. Um, if you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, we'll also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer three different packages, NBA, NFL package. We cover the main slate and the show on sites, and then eSports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO. The sponsor of the video today is PrizePix. PrizePix is a player prop site where you can take over under on fancy points or for football over under on passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards. Um, you can pick anywhere from two to five players and win up to 10x your money. You can also mix and match sports. You can pick a couple players from NFL, a couple players from NBA. Um, I like it. It's a nice change of pace, guys, because you're not playing against anyone. You're just playing against the house. So if you guys want to try out prize picks, make sure to sign up. Use my code DKDFS. It is DKDFS, all one word. You will get 100% match up to $100. So basically, if you deposit using my code $100, you'll get a free $100 to play with on the site. Um, and finally, thank you guys for all of your continued support. Make sure if you do enjoy the content to hit the like button. Let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. Subscribe and hit that notification bell. Okay, so let's talk about some Thanksgiving football, guys. First, let's take a look at these Vegas odds. So uh, the Bears and Lions won. Well, as a Lions fan, uh, I'm not excited to watch this game. It should be very, very ugly, low scoring. Um, Fields not expected to play. We're monitoring the status of Jared Goff. It's a 41 and a half over under. Uh, the Bears are three and a half point favorites. So I'm probably going to lose my appetite for Thanksgiving watching this game. Uh, Raiders and Cowboys should be a better one, 50 and a half over under. The Cowboys are seven point favorites. And the Bills and the Saints are 46 and a half over under. The Bills are currently four and a half point favorites. So let's start with the quarterback position. And at the top, Josh Allen at seven eight. So um, Bills team is just, I don't know what to make of them. Right? They're so up and down. Um, now, even though that was a massive blowout last game for the Bills, I'm not super worried about it for Josh Allen's uh, purpose because, like, he's a guy that the Bills are a pass-first team. They don't really like running the ball. Like, I'll talk about the three-headed monster for the Bills at the running back position, but that's pretty pretty gross. Um, I think Josh Allen's probably the quarterback that has the most upside in this slate. You are going to have to pay premium for him. But, again, he provides that rushing upside. We haven't seen him much the last couple games, but he can go for 40, 50 yards in the ground. Um, this is the second-highest total of the three-game slate. So I still like Josh Allen a decent amount there at the top. Dak Prescott, I think we're all still tilting about it. I know I am. Five, five fancy points, really, in a 56-over-under game. You already know he is going to go for a massive game on Thanksgiving and tilt everyone for people that played him last week and fade him on Thanksgiving. It's just to be, you, you already know it's like a lot to happen. But yeah, this is the highest total of the uh, of the three game slate, we know Amari Cooper's out, and it doesn't look like Ceedee Lamb's going to play either. So they're a little bit thin at wide receiver, but we'll get to that. I'm not super worried about it for Dak Prescott's purpose, um, or Dak Prescott's sake. Sorry, it's late night. Um, I mean, I again, I like the matchup for him. I think uh, the price sub seven K seems very fair. So even though he busted last week, I'm kind of just. Throwing that one out the window. I'm fine going right back to Dak Prescott at, at that price. And then Derek Carr, 5-9. The Raiders uh, did not look great last weekend. But, again, like I said, highest over under. Um, if they do fall behind early, they'll probably have to air it out a little bit more. So 
Carr, I think, is a relatively safe. Like he's probably the guy I feel the best about on the cheap end for quarterbacks. And then below that, I'm probably not going to go to Trevor Simeon. I mean, it's not like he's out of play, but um, you know, there's. Do I trust the Saints' offense? Like they can bring Taysom Hill in at times, uh, even near the red zone, which obviously caps Simeon's upside. I'll probably, I'm probably not going to go. There's more of a contrarian option now. Again, Fields not expected to play, so Andy Dalton should be good to go. Uh, you can consider him in large field tournaments because the matchup's really solid against Detroit. But again, it's Andy Dalton. Um, and then for Detroit, Jared Goff might be back. Um, if he does come back, though, I don't know if I want to go there. I would honestly probably rather go to Dalton on the opposite side. Um, but if he misses, then it's going to be Tim Boyle starting. And I just don't have any interest in Tim Boyle. We talk about this. 15, his game against Cleveland, 15 of 23, 77 yards, two picks, and one fantasy point. So, um, yeah, not much interest there in Tim Boyle if uh, Jared Goff can't go. Moving on to running back. So, Zeke Elliott is currently, uh, he was a limited uh, participant. Currently, this is questionable. I think he'll be good to go. I mean, he got a little bit banged up, but um, he should be fine. Now, the downside here with Zeke Elliott is, you know, Tony Pollard is involved. Zeke is still the guy that if, if healthy, he'll get more work, probably 60, 70% with Tony Pollard getting the rest. So um, at this price point, he is certainly still in play. He is involved in the passing game, right? He had six targets last week. So um, decent option. Again, keep an eye on his injury uh, or his status for Thursday. Alvin Kamara was a non-participant on Monday. So I would say he's probably leaning towards not playing. If he doesn't go, then Mark Ingram is going to be the guy that it should get a majority of the touches. Now, I was a little bit worried with Tony Jones coming back that possibly Mark Ingram's role would go down. It really didn't. He had 16 carries, hit six catches and eight targets. So if there's no Kamara, I think Mark Ingram's a very safe option, heavily involved in the pass game, and probably plays the majority of the game. Now, if Alvin Kamara surprisingly plays and there's no limitations, I think he's a decent option um, just because of his involvement when healthy, right? He's when healthy, this is a guy averaging like 20 fancy points a game. So Alvin Kamara news is pretty big. Uh, DeAndre Swift at 7-3. Well, the positive here is he's very involved in the passing game. I don't love the spot for him, and especially if Tim Boyle's playing quarterback, that's definitely a downgrade for the offense. David Montgomery, I think, look, makes for a very safe option. Um, he's basically been the bell cow the last couple of weeks, and um, Khalil Herbert w- was phased out. Or right? if you go to Chicago – like, Khalil Herbert had, I think, one carry. Yeah, so, like, Montgomery's just been been the guy last couple of weeks, um, and he is in, in a really good spot here against the Lions defense. Lions defense, one of the worst in the league. So, I think Montgomery, very, very safe play. Uh, 6K, expect him to get a majority of the touches there in a good spot. And then the Raiders running back, so they fell behind really early, had abandoned the run. The positive, though, with, with this is Josh Jacobs was involved in the pass game. Like, Earlier in the season last year, he was a guy like getting like no passing work. But yeah, five, four, and seven targets the last three games, that's good to see. So if they're going to keep Josh Jacobs out there, even if they fall behind, that kind of raises his floor. Again, this is the highest total too. So I've interested in Josh Jacobs. I'd probably prefer him to Kenyon Drake of 4-6, um, who only had five carries and two targets. So yeah, if I'm going to target a Raiders running back, I think I'd rather go to Josh, Josh Jacobs. And like I said, it's a positive that um, he got a good amount of targets there because that does raise his floor. Now, Tony Pollard, if Zeke plays, just a secondary option. If Zeke misses, he probably becomes the best play on this slate because would expect him to get a majority of the touches. And, and Tony Pollard is a very, uh, very good running back. 
And then we have to deal with this headache of the three-headed monster here for Buffalo with Singletary, Moss, and Breida. Now, Breida's been the most productive last couple of games, but he's kind of only been out there in garbage time, right? Two massive blowouts. So I don't know if he gets a lot of work if this game stays close. It's probably in a pretty even split between Singletary and Moss. Um, both are viable options for GPPs, but they're not going to get a ton of work. They are involved in the passing game. Again, just more tournament options. I talked about Kenyon Drake. Again, Herbert basically phased out with Montgomery back. And that's pretty much it. I mean, Jamal Williams did come back. He'll get some carries. He's the flat min price. It's possible he can get there if he gets in the end zone, but no real involvement in the passing game. Um, and DeAndre Swift has established himself as the clear uh, top back there in Detroit. So that's really it for running back. Let's move on to wide receivers. Stephon Diggs at the top at 7-9. And this Bills offense has been a little bit disappointing the last couple of weeks, but um, we know Stephon Diggs can break the, the top off any single slate. So, um, I like him a decent amount here at, at this price. He's going to play majority of the game. And like I said, Buffalo uh, is just a pass-first team. Even when they're playing from ahead, they still air it out a good amount. Now, I talked about Cooper is out and, and CeeDee Lamb. I don't expect him to play. He was a non-participant on Monday. So um, we'll get to the Dallas wide receivers, one of them being Mal- Michael Gallup at 5'9". He would be the number one wide receiver if uh, CeeDee Lamb can't go. He had 10 targets last week. So uh, would like Michael Gallup a decent amount here in the mid-range. Uh, expect him to be the, the main guy in offense uh, through the air if, if CeeDee Lamb's out. And then Darnell Mooney at uh, 5'7", limited participant. I expect him to go. He had 16 targets last week. Now, I think he gets a, a bump, actually, a boost if uh, Fields can't go. Because I think Andy Dalton, um, it, it's better for the, the Bears passing attack if Andy Dalton's in there. right? Fields uh, might be the better overall quarterback, but right now not the best passer. Um, so I think Darnell Mooney in a good spot here against Detroit uh, looks like a pretty good option, especially if Allen Robinson can't go. And he was a non-participant, so I do not expect Robinson to go. So I think Darnell Mooney makes for a very good play in the mid-range. I think we'll get a good amount of ownership. Uh, the Raiders. So Renfro is basically the only wide receiver I trust. It's hard to trust anyone outside of that, outside of Renfro and Waller. Um, like they fell behind big time against Cincinnati, and still none of those other wide receivers got there. So. Um, Renfro is, you know, playing out of the slot. He has a pretty high floor, um, solid option for sure. The Saints wide receiver, so Callaway's at the top of 5K. Um, not out of play, but I don't love the price on him. You know, the Saints are definitely, if they're going to be playing from ahead, they're, they're, uh, or a neutral game trip, they're definitely a run first team. But against the Bills, you would think they're going to be playing from behind. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, both have kind of been disappointing last couple weeks, but um, I expect these guys to bounce back. Sanders still playing basically the entire game. Beasley around half the game, possibly more if they fall behind. He's a guy playing out of the slot that could uh, you know, get a good amount of targets. Three and four weeks ago, he had 13 and 11 targets. So I still have interest in the secondary receivers there for Buffalo, that being Sanders and that being Cole Beasley. The Detroit wide receivers, honestly, if Tim Boyle's a quarterback, I'm just going to stay away. If, um, if Jared Goff's a quarterback, then yeah, those guys are viable GPP options, but Still, he'll probably feel better about other wide receivers. Going down a little bit more. So let's talk about the Saints wide receivers. Talk about Callaway. Traquan Smith, Deontay Harris. Um, probably lean to Traquan Smith at 4-4. Eight and seven targets last couple of weeks. He's a guy that does have some big play upside. He's probably my favorite play or favorite uh, wide receiver on the Saints. And then Deontay Harris, eight, four, five targets last couple of weeks. Again, both those guys are viable. If you think the Saints fall behind early in this, in this game, then I think you can target one of the Saints wide receivers. I probably don't get to a guy like Kenny Stills. Uh, let's see what else I talked about the Raiders how it's hard to trust anyone outside of Renfro I mean just look at this Brian Edwards zero catches on zero targets how how is that possible 
uh, on Jackson. I know the snaps haven't been great on him, but he hasn't done anything. Zay Jones, he's been playing a decent amount. One catch on two targets. So really hard to trust his Raiders wide receivers outside of Renfro. Um, I mean, you can always play one of those guys so they're super, super cheap, but just just large for tournament plays. And then I want to talk about Dallas here because, as I said, there's no Mark Cooper and CeeDee Lamb not expected to play. So we talked about Gallup. I think Cedric Wilson is a very safe play out of the slot. He had four catches and seven targets last week. I like him a decent amount. And then I expect Noah Brown uh, to get involved here as you know him and Malik Turner kind of involved as the number three wide receiver here for the Cowboys. If you take a look at the depth chart here for Dallas, um, you have Cooper and Lamb at the top, but obviously we're not expecting either to play. Gallup's number three, Wilson number four. They have Noah Brown five, Malik Turner six. So just looking at the depth chart, you would think Noah Brown is probably the next guy up. He's the flat man price. So I have some interest in him for value um, and a, on a Dallas offense. I think bounces back here and again in the highest total game of the of the day. And then finally, tight end. So Darren Waller, 6'4", um, 7, 11, 8 targets. I think he's very, very safe. Right, tight end, normally a weaker position, and Waller's just a guy that has a high floor, high ceiling. So I really like Waller there. And I really like Dalton Schultz, too. We have no Blake Jarwin. They're thin at wide receiver. Um, he was their best wide receiver, even though he was a tight end, last week. So I really like Waller. I really like Dalton Schultz. Um, below that, Hawkinson's playable. If, if it's Tim Boyle quarterback, I'm probably not going to go there. Um, Dawson Knox did have a nice bounce back after a bad week 10. He had six catches and 10 targets. Um, he's viable because of the quarterback play, right? Josh Allen, probably the best quarterback on the slate. So he, he is interesting. And then Cole Komet at 3-7, I think will be relatively low owned. But if I'm punting tight end, if I'm going for a cheap tight end, and then Cole Komet is my guy. He's still playing majority of the game. It's a good matchup. And if Andy Dalton's playing quarterback, um, you know, I think that is a slight boost to these wide receivers. And then below that, I'm probably not going to get to anyone. Like Foster Moreau, the backup tight end, I'll pass. Jimmy Graham is just is dust right now. Um, there is, and uh, Troutman is doubtful for the Saints. If you want to roll the dice out of Jawan Johnson, he's probably their best pass-catching tight end. He's just not going to be out there a ton. Um, like in a large field tournament, sure, you can do it. But um, I think I'll be looking to spend up more at tight end. And finally, defense. Well, you know, defense... I think I'll be looking to uh, the first game, probably the Bears and Lions, just because that's projected to be the ugliest game. Um, and usually defense is a high variance position. So like usually I just kind of punt my defense and hope they don't kill me. So yeah, guys, that is going to do it for the video. If you have been enjoying the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe and hit the notification bell. Again, I wish you guys all a very happy Thanksgiving and hope you guys win some big money. We have a millionaire maker on Thursday. So uh, good luck, guys. And I will see you in the next video.